you are tuning into the For Profit Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Haven Brown here with my man, JD. What up, what up, what up? Yo, how we doing, man? We're doing fantastic, man. We have another wonderful week for you guys with the uh, Valero Texas Open, a wonderful master's prep. Master's prep. That's all this is. Focus on the master's prep element. Ignore the names and just focus on getting your feet wet for next week. Yeah. Uh, we got a quick recap of the- Quick early uh, Like a fucking lightning strike. <laughs> the Dell match play uh, last week, uh, uh, it was a it was an okay week. I didn't do too good on the matchups. It sucks watching it. It's not fun to watch. Like they don't, they show like three groups and then there's like a ton of golfers on the course. I just, so as soon as I saw that they were focusing on three groups, I was just like, okay, I'm done with this tournament. Like, this is stupid. I'm going to go work on my shitty golf game for the rest of the weekend and watch golf. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch a fucking second of it. I hate that tournament. Yeah, I had a piece of uh, yeah, you kids. Matt Kuchar. Oh, and you had kids too, right? Uh, I did not have kids. That's a guy. I know. I had. I know I like kids, but I didn't have a piece of them in this tournament. I had Matt Kuchar in the semi, and I hedged against them. For the three people who listened to the pod last week, I did say Molinari at four. I think he was like forty to one or something. And so I, I, I had. I did not have a single lick of him though, but I did throw him out there. Just throw him out. Yeah, great job, smart guy. <laughs> I fucking hate that tournament. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was interesting uh, for the the few of you guys that listened uh, last week. We did have. Uh, we did nail a lot of the. The group winners. The group, yeah, we did well in the group winners. Yeah, there, you yeah. definitely definitely made some money there that I again did not bet a single one of them, so that was cool. Uh, what do you think about uh, Mr. Sergio Garcia? Oh, and Kucher. Uh, I, I mean, to be honest with you, like I think I I love Kucher. I think he's I love the villain role he's playing. I think it's kind of, actually kind of funny because he's like the least suspecting villain ever. Like he's just like this like goofy big tall white guy who like. Everyone hates all of a sudden because he stiffed his Mexican caddy, which, you know, I was on his side there. Not, not going to lie. I'm Mexican. So, you know, that tells you what I think. But, um, <laughs> like, Garcia is like, I mean, he's like, I'm, I'm like half Mexican, but, you know, I, I got I got both. I got all the blood in me. But, um, I mean, dude, I, I didn't see it. To me, Sergio's being a little bitch. That, so was, that, was, that was the right thing. And I always err on the side of Sergio being a little bitch because he's shown he's a little bitch. So that Kuchar, Kuchar, uh made a putt for from fourteen feet for bogey. Sergio misses a six footer for par. He then sloppily backhands. Yeah, because he assumed Kuchar was going to give him the putt, right? He assumed. Well, you Kuchar know what happens when you assume, Mister Haven? You make an ass. Yeah, out of you, you assume. And unfortunately, it was just him. <laughs> I, okay, so I, so in the in the past year and a half, I've actually played a lot of match plays through my through my club, and obviously I'm not these these guys' level, so I don't have any clue what it's like to do it when they what they are and their own little fucking rules. But there isn't a world that I've ever played in in which you just like assume someone gives you a single putt, like like I, you you have to hear the fucking words. It's like common knowledge. So, I mean, I I don't know what what Sergio was doing, but I mean, ultimately. Whatever, I'm I'm Team Cooch. I love I love Cooch. I hope he's just a villain. He goes and wins the Masters. I mean, it'd be hilarious. Okay, no, well, I don't care about that. Congrats to uh, Kevin Kisner. Yeah. What was the winning prize win? Like two point oh, two million yeah. almost. Won a lot of money. 
and I've been telling you guys for the last four weeks. You love him. That Kevin, Kevin Kisner is a freaking baller. He had like a he had a three shot lead at the PGA two years ago, and if not for a unwise decision going for the green on a par five with water, I think he uh, I think he pulls that one off, especially when he doesn't hit along. So yeah, and he's a good. Uh, but Kevin Kisner's a baller. Now he's on you know everybody's radar but i'm telling you this guy can absolutely golf his ball he's got some wins right doesn't he have wins that's not Ooh, well he's got one for sure we know that yeah i think kisner has two wins. i think he won at um pretty sure he won at yeah. harbor town yeah he has two wins yeah you're, you're right quick quick google search goes that two wins is correct <laughs> uh, i don't know where that is though nor do i really care because i'm not a big fan of that guy but whatever seems like i'm an all ass. right seems like i'm moving on Moving so on, this moving week on. at the Valero Texas Open. Real quick, the- real quick, okay. Morgan Valero. Okay. I want to just touch on our lofty goals for Masters coverage next week. Can we touch on that real quick? All right, go ahead. Okay. We're going to do a pod, and it's going to be out Monday, first thing Monday morning, like 7 a.m., right? Because we're going to get all locked in and put it out to the people by Monday morning. And then we're going to come back with another pod. For all the props, all of the head-to-heads, all of the markets that we're not going to cover in the outrights, because the outrights, as you know, we can spend the whole two hours talking about that shit if we want to. So then we're going to come with another pod on Monday night to be released Tuesday morning. Then I'm going to do my best to do a ton of write-ups, and I think there might even be some podcast appearances. You might need to talk to your boy Gil. I don't know. Call me crazy. But that would be pretty cool for you. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. But um, I think uh, I think the people are going to love what we have, and uh, it's and it's it's like it's our Super Bowl. I mean, it's the best four days of the year. So I'm super excited, and um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. And I was looking at the market today, and I really think it's kind of coming into shape as to where the win is going to come from. There's a huge gap between like the haves and the have-nots, and I think we're just going to see a battle of all these guys who are playing super good golf. I'm, this is like one of the most – I'm most excited for those Masters of any Masters in a long, long time. I know already my bet of the week okay. for Augusta is going to be European winning the Masters. Oh, are you going to bet any Americans? I'm just telling you that I don't, it's going to be plus minus – it might be – Plus one fifty. Don't worry, but just bet Bryson DeChambeau. That's all you gotta do. He's winning. I am telling you, man, that is such an awesome bet. A European Masters winner is. Oh, there's it's, actual. There's gonna be a mark. Oh, you're talking about you're gonna bet. You're just gonna bet a Euro wins. Yeah, I'm gonna bet a Euro wins. I think you're gonna have. You have Rose think, with his day. Yeah. Is a Euro non-American or Euro? No, just Euro. Okay, so you got. I don't Europeans. Now, 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 are the are the are is are, are the English still considered European since it's Brexit shit? Are they? Oh, out there or G- I think, I think it's just Euros. Like, so everybody continental Euro or like uh, invaded by Germany. Like, which what are, where are we at on that? I'm going like you know, obviously everybody from GBNI and continental okay, Europe. Gotcha. So. Okay, so Tommy yeah. Fleetwood's included. Oh yeah, for okay. sure. Okay, so you're looking at Fleetwood, Rom, Moles, Rose. Rory. Yeah, like everybody I like anyway. God, yeah, dude. That's a good – yeah. I wonder what USA versus the world number would be. Because I like I like, I like like Decky. 
I like Scott, and I like yeah, I don't like Day, so it doesn't matter. But I like Decky. I'd rather just bet them individually, though. Yeah, no, you're right because they're higher numbers. Because that way, you, yeah. you get okay. That's very interesting. Well, I'll tell you what. If I I'm, I might just bet Deschambeau sit back, relaxing. I might just one just boom one shot one kill it. All I know is you're, you're going to find uh, for any of you guys who have you know live odds or re reshaped odds after each round, you're going to get a fantastic number on Bryson. Like not only first round leader. And he just runs away oh, yeah. like 30 strokes. Negative. Negative, sir. And the other thing I want to say is that from everything that I've heard and read is that there's been no rain or no weather. And so it's going to be fast and firm. And you're going to see this fucking thing play like – I mean, the winner might be five under. No I'm no joke. From what I've read so far. Now, a lot can change, obviously. It's hey, Atlanta. We're going to see a lot out. this week. What's that? We're going to see a lot this week because the girls are playing the national oh, amateur. That's right. Day. That's right. And we can see exactly how it's playing. That's crazy that they throw that. They throw a bunch of girls. Like, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, it's very nice. But like, it, it's a, you're getting a bunch of rounds of play on this thing before the Masters. It's not there. I don't think it's going to be that many girls out there. I mean, I hope it's like three because I don't want anything to take away from this shit. It's gonna it's gonna be really good. And we kinda get to see a prep. And I think they have made some adjustments to Augusta. Oh yeah, so number we'll, five, they made it it's a, it's like it's like the hardest hole in the golf course now. Where there was like But I heard they flattened some of the greens too. Oh man. They flattened them, you said? Yeah, like they took some of the slope out. I mean I I mean we'll we'll get all of I saw I I think I actually sent somebody a article. And I'll send you an article later well, on today. That. That'll be all part of our prep. Believe me, we're gonna yeah. I'm going to place my bets for this thing, and then I'm literally going to ignore it until Sunday. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to follow along. I will be doing nothing but reading about the Masters. So, okay, with that being said, that's a good segue. Let's get some bets for this week so we can uh, get some money to, to be able to spend next week. How's that sound? For, for sure. Okay. Let me – okay, run the model. All right, here we go. So, um, so my model, my number one player – and this is crazy that this dude is number one, and this golf course is not good for him, is none other than Mr. Jim Furyk. That goes to show you what kind of golf that old man is playing right now. Hey, man, uh, I like the fact that he didn't get past did – he, he didn't get out of his pot last I week, right? I think so. He won – no, it was him, Day. Who was it? That was a good pod. Stenson. Stenson got out of that one, I think. Him, Stenson, yes. and Mickelson, right? Stenson's still hitting the ball like Jesus Christ. He's yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. Um, uh, Jim Furyk is high on your model, yeah. and it makes sense. The guy's uh, form oh. is fantastic. Tita Green, he's not even he's all approach. I mean, Tita Green, the last let's see, the last five tournaments, five and a half, eight and a half, four and a half. He didn't do well at the Genesis at AT and T another five. I mean, this guy is just out of his mind right now where is this coming from you know jim furick and kisner kind of have very similar games yeah very true and that they you know they keep it in play irons are super fantastic uh i think i trust kisner's putter a little bit more than furix but uh, Jim Furyk is really in fantastic form. I'm not going to disagree with you on Jim. I'm not sure that I'm betting him, by the way. I'm just telling you he's number one in my model. The problem with Jim Furyk with this golf course is you have to hit the driver a long ways. And he's not he doesn't show up great in the stats portion, but his form is so good that he's that's what put, is pushing him up, up so high. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, we should probably talk about the course a little bit first, though. 
Yeah, the course is played at uh, the AT&T Oaks course in San Antonio, designed by Greg Norman, which means driving is going to be a premium. I love driving. Two holes with water hazards, Bermuda grass with a rye. Yeah, it's overseas, and the Bermuda probably has it. It's it's not real Bermuda. It's like like Bermuda with like – because the Bermuda hasn't grown. It's not quite hot enough yet. So the it's like not it's like not real Bermuda. But anyways, neither here nor there. It's like dwarf. Yeah, it's like a blend. It's more like a hybrid, and it's more of the other whatever they have, the rye or whatever. It's more rye than the other. But that's, I wonder how fast they're going to get this course running. So I think they're going to get it fast. But more importantly, this is one of the few courses on the rotation where strokes gained off the tee is close. To strokes gained approach for top fives and winners. I think, yeah, I, I think I do think strokes gained off the tee because I think they have, if I'm mistaken, on the back nine, don't they have like uh, par fives? Everybody can reach and a reachable par four. Yeah, so par fives are super super important, and then yeah, there's a 340 yard par. A couple, there's actually a couple 340 yard par fours, so you know, theoretically reachable. Um, so the winners have gained 1.3 strokes on approach over the field uh, per round, like average, right? And, and and one off the tee. So as you know, um, you know most most courses you're looking at, you know, almost two to one, three to one approach to off the tee. Whereas here, you know, you're almost looking at even. So you know, you look at the guys who have won here, and they've all gained a ton of strokes off the tee. On average, the winners gain. They finish seventh and off the tee. And sixth in approach. You don't see that very often. So we're looking for guys who hit not only irons well, but also drive the ball super well. Which I know that's premium on driving here because, like, right off to the sides, like, they do not cut the grass. Like, yeah. So if you get off of the, what is it, the second cut? Mm-hmm. You spray your ball here, like yeah. you are. You gotta get the second cut. Then the second ball. And I don't think the second cut is because you, there, there's not a lot of of of, of uh, fairways hit. It's lower than the tour average, but the driving distance is higher, which means there's a lot of drivers in play. And like you're saying, if you're way off, you're fucked. You're done. So yeah, it's, it's an absolute. Right. Yeah, and so I'm uh, so my my model this week. I'm putting an, an extra emphasis on driving. Good drives is a stat that I like. It's um, yeah, that's what I was about. Yeah, to ask. so good drives. yeah, good drives is if you hit the fairway, you get a, a basically a, a number for good drives. Or if you do hit in the rough, but you get a green in regulation, that's considered a good drive as well. So, which is a nice little stat because guys who bomb it obviously have shorter. You know, if you're hitting a wedge in or you're hitting a seven iron in and out of the rough, you know that's a huge difference for these guys because someone can even spin it with or with out of the rough with wedges. So. I'm looking for bombers more so than other courses. And, you know, putting has been kind of random on these. And then par five scoring is huge because, like, you have their, their par fives are pretty easy. They're the easiest holes here. So that's what I'm looking at. And now you know why, although Jim is high in my model, which is basically the because I take a uh, form into account, I'm not really super excited about him as a play this week. Yeah, I'm looking at the. Wow, the winner's prices here. Oh, 2018 Landry at 200 to 1. 2017 Chapel 33 to 1. Hoffman 30 to 1. Jimmy Walker 25 to 1. Bowditch was 350 yeah, to that's 1. That's crazy. Uh, Laird was 100 to 1. So this is 
a tournament that you can sprinkle. I'm probably going to have a little bit some a little bit higher percentage of bottom feeders. Yeah, I agree. In a, in addition to you know obviously the guys we like at the yeah, top. I think this is a big card. Uh, this should be a this is going to be a card that that it looks closer to like the off the off you know whenever they have a WGC they do these you know the like put the last week where you have a bunch right. of kind of like basically scrubs and so you just want to really pray and spread and like last week I had you know shoot I had like 13 golfers because you're able to get in those 500 you know 50 to 1 and higher you know I think this is probably a week where you take a couple of the top guys and then you just look and just start kind of spraying at 50 50 and worse would you agree I'll tell you uh I am looking at the weather and it looks like Thursday could be delayed. I'm from Texas, and uh, we have these things called thunderstorms, oh, yeah. and they don't play when there's lightning. <laughs> so it looks like uh, Thursday. It looks like it could be a high percentage of rain, and also wind. Right? Saturday. Saturday looks like it's going to be delayed, also. So this could be one of those like. You know what? That's you know it's very good that we actually looked that up just now because I'm looking um, at that. last year they had gusts up to thirty miles an hour. Oh, it was crazy. But 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 what you want to think about is okay, look at the guys who are going to Augusta. Yeah. If this tournament is delayed, oh, they're going to be piecing out. W left yeah. and right. This happened in Houston not too yeah, long ago. Yeah. I think uh, two years ago, and I was when uh, I think that was the year JB. JB and that's an even bigger, better reason to stay away from the guys up top. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's why you should definitely spire on some from lower odds guys. These guys are still going to grind it. I mean, look, we're still playing for a million dollars. Of course, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, even more so the guys who have not booked their ticket yet, right? Like those guys have no other choice, but they're going to be there. They'll be there till fucking Wednesday if they have to, right? So, I mean, <laughs> they don't, you know, they right. don't care. They're going to be, they're going to be grinding. So, uh, and then. And then last thing I did want to mention, and I know I just touched on it, but just one more time, is I guess this course can get super, super windy, like crazy. It's oh, like yeah. I'm looking at past wind conditions. Last year on Thursday, you had 30-mile-an-hour gusts. The year before that, you had 20-mile-an-hour uh, 20, 20 gusts. I mean, you're looking at, like, some serious wind. So ultimately, wind is, the weather is the easiest way to make money in golf, by far, because the books do not adjust. And those first round matchups that five dimes offers are basically a gift. And also, you know, you got when you got guys who play and win, guys who don't, the books don't adjust to it because there's not that's not in the the market's not taking that into account. Your your call your guy who's putting you know five, six, ten bucks, twenty dollar bets is not worrying about wind. Like he's not really taking that into account. So that is gonna be huge. And that will obviously happen at the very end. And we'll have a if there's weather plays, we'll we'll tweet them out. And it's really it's really huge here with the weather because if you already have a difficult course, yeah. I mean, difficult draw, just, you're done. Yeah, just like mentally, you're like, God. I mean, it's like you know, you're out of it. It's almost like the British sure. Open. So, know? I mean, if there are guys who have, let's just say, like Thursday AM is just because last year Thursday AM was a nightmare, which is weird because usually AM is better than PM, but. It was flipped in Texas, as you know, it was weird ass weather. So, if it, like, let's say we talk about a guy who Thursday AM or who we like, but we haven't seen tea times yet. I'm not betting those guys. Like, just because I I mention them now and they get a shitty draw, they're off my card. Like, I'm not, you know, and that that could easily come up on a Wednesday night. So, I'm actually going to hold off the place any bets until I get a better weather 
idea on this, but we'll go over guys who, who we who we like. So why don't we why don't we break it down? Um, so my first, you know, my first bet because I am I have FOMO. This guy, oh, I will not miss out on this guy. He, I've already went. I've already had a sweat, and I'm I'm, I'm okay sweating him again. Jason Kokrak, twenty eight to one. I'm betting him until he wins. I mean, whatever. I don't even know how to right. talk about him anymore. Like I've talked about him ad nauseum, and it is what it is. Twenty eight to one, still fine. I mean, he has he was at forty in a three times harder field two weeks ago. So whatever, it's fine. I'm just gonna bet him because I have fear of missing out. Jason Kokrak, I am uh, not going to fault you for Jason Kokrak. Uh, I can actually get on board. He drives it pretty he's, well. He's, he's playing such good golf right now. And he doesn't have to beat – God, who, who beat him last time? Uh, who just beat him? Who? who yeah, who oh, won it? Uh, uh, Casey. Valera, Casey. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have to Casey, 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 Casey would be the top of the – well, everyone loves Ricky Fowler, but Casey should be at the top of the field this year, so – uh, I'm gonna start my card who, with a guy who hit the ball like Jesus Christ last weekend. You weren't even watching. Come some day, Sunjay M. Okay, yeah, he's third in my model. Who is absolutely balling? Right. I think he has a top. He had a top five. Sunjay M hit the ball so good in Putacana. He missed uh, th- he missed three put uh, five footers inside. Yeah, he's not a great putter. Three putts inside five he's not a great putter. coming down the stretch. And I'm telling you, I mean, he hit him perfect. He hit him where he wanted to. They just lipped. Let me out. give you. Let me give you real quick. Anna Palmer third missed a cut of the players. Which first time seeing in that course, I I am just like pretending like that didn't happen. Four, I almost threw out the know, players. Yeah, the players just. I mean. It's a fun tournament, but it's kind of a stupid tournament. Let's just be real. Let's just call it what it is. Um, Valspar is – he went fourth at Valspar and seventh last week. I mean, the guy's got three straight top tens. I mean, he's playing good golf. He was the number one player on the web last year. If you ever watch his golf swing and striking the ball, the guy's a god. So, I'm with you. I'm with Slowest you. swing I have ever seen. And I've watched the deck of Matsuyama. Bro, listen to me. Sun J.M. Slow swing – I've been watching golf for a long time. Listen to me. I watched him and and Aaron Badley swing side by side. Oh, God. Aaron Badley swing is finished. <laughs> Before Sun, listen to me. This is at the same time I watched this. Before Sun Sun Jay gets halfway back. Oh my God, that's awesome. Badley is done swinging. <laughs> Badley should probably call him slow down because <laughs> that guy's not very good. <laughs> Man. Sunj, whoa, it's like, oh, man, it is the most deliberate backswing. But, the, hey, the guy – I was reading some article that said he's like uh, like Iron Byron. Oh, really? As far as, like, where this guy hits yeah, it. Yeah, so, I've heard he's, he's, I'm, I'm, he's just – I mean, someone was – Absolutely flush. This week ball. someone was like the guy's going to win, like, within the next couple of weeks. Like, he, there's no way. Someone on tour was – I think he's played 13 – what does he play, 13, 14 events, and he's like – Fifty second yeah, in the world. Yeah, or he's amazing. With the, with the showing here, he's in the Masters. So I mean, he's he's grinding. Oh, he's got to win, obviously, but because they've already locked it up, he, he barely missed the Masters, and he might even get an exemption because he's you know he's playing so well. So um, okay, I, I'm with you on that. I found a 28 to one a bookmaker. So uh, you know, given his draw, he's he's on my card too. So I got Cockrack and Cockrack and him. Uh, as I go down my list, 
Uh, I do want to mention one Tony Fino because he might be people might be tempted. Sixteen to one. This is a field I would expect him to do really well in because there's kind of a bunch of bums. He's the best pure golfer here when it comes to just talent and not I mean pedigree to a certain extent. I mean the guy had four straight top tens at majors last year. Other than Kucher and, and Fowler, none of these guys are really in, you know, they're not they're not a bunch of Ryder Cup guys on this in this thing. You know, if he's ever gonna get a win, this is the kind of field he's gotta do it against because he doesn't want anyone good chasing him because he'll fail. But sixteen to one, I mean, uh, you know, like we said, he's going to Augusta and you know, he he just here for a little tune up probably. I, I'm gonna stay away from him. I'm gonna stay away from Kucher, who's next in the model. I'm gonna stay away from Fowler, who's next in the model. Um, I like Billy Horschel, but I think I'm done with him. God, he hits him. Ooh, he hits up snipers. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. I've been on him a lot, and I'm just, I'm just not. I think he missed, he had a little window where he was playing really well uh, at the end of last year, and he just didn't really. I mean, he he went third, third, second at the, at the end of the year events, and then he didn't really carry it on into the spring season, and he hasn't really found it. So I'm off Billy Ho. But I am – this is going to be, I think, the last guy in this, like, kind of, you know, the mid-range here, the high mid-range that I'm going to be on. Actually, there's one more, but the, yeah, there might be two more. Anyways, uh, beyond you on on. I'm going to be on on. Uh, can't, get right. great. Uh, can't get right. Can't get right. What do you mean? What? what? I can't get right. I can never, ever I get right. Forever. He's going to – he's a cut-making machine. Um, tenth at the Arnold, twenty sixth at the Players. I don't know what he did last week. I don't really give a shit. Um, I mean, he's playing good golf. He's gonna make a putt. Make a putt as usual. Putt. He sucks at putting. He's one of the worst putters. But guys who can't putt have have done well here. Um, Bowditch is like one of the worst putters ever. Um, you know, no one's ever no one's ever thought that like uh, like who's the other winners? I mean, Jimmy Walker, Kevin Chappell. Like those guys aren't like you know flat stick machines or anything. So. Um, Beyond Young on, I am seeing him at forty to one on Bookmaker. I think that's oh, that's pretty good. I got a thirty-three, so I'm locking in that. And that, you know what? That's another FOMO thing. I just really like his game, so um, I don't want to miss out on that. So he's forty to one. I mean, what the fuck? Why not? Yeah, he's a decky junior. Yeah, yeah, well, so yeah, a lot less losses. Uh, who's who's next? Uh, who who you got? Um. I'm looking at a local kid. I don't know how many times he's played here, but I know he's from right outside of Houston. Uh, let's see. He played here twice. Uh, I'm going to go with okay. Abraham okay. Answer. Uh, I just really like this kid's moxie. Yeah, he's a good player. He's, uh, he's a very, very good player. He's accurate off the tee, which I like. Uh, another thing you guys want to kind of – keep in mind on this course is around the greens is very, very tight. So if your guys are like deciding between a couple of players, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to look at guys with strokes gained around the greens who can chip around here because they have these runoffs here and uh, guys who can't no. chip. See ya. They are they're indeed yeah, doo-doo. You don't want which, which is not good for my boy Jason Kokrak if you saw him fucking oh he putted that, never mind. Like an idiot, but whatever. Uh, I'm still not. Yeah, he actually did okay around he the greens. Uh, okay. But 
Not answer. Okay. Um, let's see. He's uh, 33. At, see, like, that's just the thing I would rather have on than answer. He's 40 at Bovada, so that's not that's not bad. I think the kid is playing. I think he's playing okay. really good. Yeah, you know, I, 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 could, I could get behind that. I think I'll put that one in the back of my head. I don't, I don't dislike it. That's for sure. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Far East with my next with my next choice. Done that twice. I'm not. Right? I'm. I'm going Haotong. Oh, Haotong at fifty one fifty. Fifty one fifty. It's probably how I feel after watching him put on this damn thing. Uh, Haotong Lee at fifty one fifty. The guy is one. Of the, he's an elite driver of the golf ball. First and foremost. I mean, he's amazing at driving the ball, golf ball. And if you look at like his, and again, these are Euro events. I get it. And I know I've shit on the Euro tour pretty much every single podcast from here on. He's premium field. He has won a he premium has won a premium field Euro. Actually, I think two because he won the Dunkirk or whatever. Or whatever. I don't like. I said I don't follow that shit. So whatever it's whatever it is. And then he won a Dubai, which is a premium field. And he, I, I, I'm sorry, I love Sun JM, but if you put. Lee's resume against M's, that's not even like a fucking remotely close situation. Like Lee is a substantially more accomplished golfer than M is. And although I love him and he's playing really good, that number is just not right. He should be up here with the Glovers and the Answers because it's, in terms of pure talent, he's got everything. And I do like his match play performance last week showed me a little something because he hasn't played well on, on, on U.S. soil. And that's that was always been my fallback. But I was just waiting for him to have one good showing. Last week, he beat that ass. He went 3-0 and in group, didn't he? Pretty sure he went 3-0. and Or he was 2-0 and at one point. Anyways, he was killing it. And won his group. And, uh, yeah, so Haotong Lee at 5150. That's just, that's just not a good – that's not a correct number. Sorry. Are you worried about fatigue? I mean, he's a young guy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, don't get tired, bud. Like, what the hell? I don't know. Like, like he's been over here for a while now, hasn't he? Yeah, because he. That's my. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, he yeah. This dude's sleeping a in a fucking like like a hostel or something. He's got like. <laughs> I mean, he, he played. A, he played a. I think he got to the. I'm pretty sure he's a millionaire. Like, eight, does this guy have a good lodging? Like, come on, man, get yourself a chamber, get some uh, sleep, and go fucking win a tournament. All right, I'm gonna put. I okay by by the sheer number that how okay, so hold on a second. Now we got to be looking correct. at uh, that's brings up a good point. I'm just looking at numbers now because the rest of these guys all. I mean, like I, those are the first three I mentioned are the guys that I really like. Now I'm just going to find value and work my way down. Okay. Yes, from a sheer value standpoint, yeah, I can get with you on how Tong. Uh, I just this next guy. Oh my God, he's uh, very annoying. But for all you DK players, this guy makes more holeouts from the fairway and holding ones than anybody I have okay. ever seen. His name is Ryan oh, Muller. It must be, I promise you, annually, it seems like Ryan Moore makes two hole in ones right. every year. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's crazy. Is- more second in course history, and there's a there is actually a course history theme with this. A lot of guys who win this have like top twenties, like the week, the year or so prior. Um, so he's second in course history in this entire field, 
Uh, and he's actually eighth in my my stats model, which which is a uh, last fifty rounds. He's hitting his iron. Yeah, well, and you know, the problem yeah. is, is his form is just like it, it's like solid, but it's like it's kind of all over the place. Meh. Yeah, it's meh. But that Ryan Moore, he typically plays a tougher. Yeah, tougher yeah, you're right. I mean, because like he's going to hit the ball in the in the fairway. Like that's just that's just his game, right? I mean, he's going to hit his irons well. So yeah. he's got a miscut to Valspar, twentieth at the players. 33rd at Arnie. I mean, he just, you know, he's just kind of all over the place. Man, he had a little miscut stretch there, but it looks like he's got it figured out. I don't mind that. What what number are we looking at here? 56. Look at I'm 56.50 at Bookmaker. Man, you're getting some great prizes. I found you a 35. A couple, coins, couple dollars in Bookmaker, big guy. 56 is more than fair uh, for Ryan. Where are we at? Where's, where, where's he on Bovard? I don't even see his ass. Fuck is he? Oh, there he is. I don't know. Okay. I, I mean, I'll tell you what. You can have your Ryan Moore, and I will mm-hmm. take Johnny Vegas at the same number. This guy has been hitting it super good lately. Now, he's, he's low in my model because – his course history is like like it's like he's never even like seen a golf club before. And his stats are not that good because it takes the 50th rounds and he has been pretty bad if you look at that stretch, but if you condense it down to like 24, he's super good. Okay. 26th, third, 23rd, 16 in his last four starts. Gaining mm-hmm. strokes off the tee and putting. Um hits a I mean, everyone knows he bombs the shit out of it. I like. I would rather have Johnny Vegas at that number, and I am going to lock him in. At, and he's won before. I mean, not that Ryan Moore hasn't. Those guys are winners, right? Fifty six seventy five. I like. I like Johnny Vegas over Ryan Moore, and I am putting him on the card. The only thing I don't like about Johnny Vegas is Johnny Vegas does not win courses that are not birdie fast. I'll give you that. He's not a grinder. If you look. Uh, if you looked at uh, from what I remember, Johnny Vegas plays well, well at play well. uh. Does he usually play well at like at like Tory. No, John. I think he played well once at Tory, but the two ones he almost won or won was the Canadian Open, and uh, he almost. Oh no, he won at uh Palm Springs. Yeah, I think you're right. Hmm. And he tends to, you know, if birdies are if birdies are at a premium. This this guy's your guy. I'm not saying it's impossible, but those are typically the tracks that I like to focus. He is playing well. I will give you that. He is playing well. I understand yeah, why so you're on him, but I'm just saying this guy's track record has been yeah, on very back, back Canadian Opens. I'm not seeing his no. other wind. Uh, you know what? You might talk me out of that one. I'm going to keep him on the card, but uh, I'm going to put a star by his ass. Maybe put a little live. Maybe put get off to a good yeah, start. I'm going to put a star by him. Um, looking in that range, I mean, you got this Beauregard guy. I don't know. I don't really trust that guy. Makes a lot of birdies, so I think he's more of a birdie fest guy. I've never. I don't know. Him well. I think he did. Yeah, tired. Good point. he went through a lot. He went um, through a lot less. You know, you know who's interesting at this golf course? Luke List, I and mean, he's a great driver of the golf ball. Ugh. But he can't putt. Yeah, that would be just a FOMO. I'm not, I don't really have any fear of him though. Um, I mean, Siwoo Kim at five. That's a pretty big number for Siwoo. 50 to one. 
He's playing. He's not bad. playing good either. I mean, this. I mean, now we're we're really bottom of the barrel here. I mean, okay, I got a guy. I'm betting this guy. I got a guy. I think I don't. I think he's a Korean. I'm not really sure. Uh, Sun King. Sun King. What's wrong with Sun King? Sun King. Sun King has made me some money right this now. year. He's Right. I had some top fives on Sun King, and he is. Well, this made is one. This is the only thing about this tournament. There's a lot of first time winners, right? Sun King, he's got 18 at the Valspar, six at the Art at Arnie. History in Texas. History in Texas. History in Texas, and better yet, Sun King is. I can't even see him. He's 95 to one on Bookmaker. <laughs> Bookmaker's being Dude, really. Bookmaker generous. wants the business. I'm telling you right now. So King. At ninety-five to one, I mean, what, what on earth? Why wouldn't that be a bet? And while we're there, I'm I'm throwing in for my boy. Let's talk about another FOMO bet right here. My fellow Husky, Joel Damon. Welcome to the team, bud. Ninety-five to one. Are you kidding me? First, first round leader extraordinaire, Joel Damon. <laughs> I mean, oh, listen, man. if you can, we have well, we have been crushing first round, round lead. lead. Win, right? Like you just beat the whole field in one day. Why can't you do it for four? Well, we know why I can't do it before. There's no pressure for leading day. That's one, okay. But. There's no pressure here. These guys are all fucking terrible. So, Joel Damon, welcome to the team. Uh, you're in. Now we're going low. Oh my god, some of these guys are. These guys are two bookmakers on f- drugs, bro. They have some crazy numbers. No, they are generous. You know who else I want to see a number four? Oh, see, they, he's gotten bet down. So this guy is down here with the Wyndham Clucks and the Chris Kirks of the world at 101 plus, but his number is 7352. Uh, Trey Mullinax, bro. You know you love that. I was just That's about cool. to ask you, and he has actually he almost won here when oh, Landry yeah, won, right. and he chipped it dead into the bunker. Yeah, and he, he hasn't been playing great. I'm not going to lie. Um, he missed a cut. The players he's been making cuts and just kind of like I, I think he comes doesn't he come out strong and then like fade like fade. Is that kind of his? Thing? Uh, yeah. He I don't know if he fades. It's just like you know he's just like everybody else, like on you know just like you know hits it yeah. long, pretty straight actually. Ball. But man, it's man when he the closer he gets to the green, the more you get worried. <laughs> That's what it's like with Trayvon. Almost like a poor man's That's, Lucas Glover, you know. Dude, don't don't talk about Luke like that. That dude's been playing well. He's off. He's yeah. off. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I don't he's mind. A, he's a ninety number. to one over Bovada. Yeah, I'm seeing an. Yeah, yeah seeing so a that's. 90. I mean, if I'm getting Damon at ninety five, I mean Mullinax, that's totally fine. Uh, there are two guys at the bottom I'm looking at, and uh, I kind of have just mad crushes on both of these guys. Uh, Sam oh, Burns, okay. who, who lit it up uh, the last day at Punta Cana, uh, making me a little bit of money oh, in a showdown. Nice. Thank you. Sam uh, Burns. Sam Burns, is, he's quietly kind of trending upwards. Uh, this guy beat Tiger in the Tiger group, so he's obviously oh, got a, some wherewithal. Absolute passion. I know it does, but I'm telling you, Sam Burns – uh, he is quietly, 73, 54, 30, 12. That's, if that's not turning up, I don't know what it is. Yeah, he's, that's, that's right. He's trending upwards. And I'm also he's looking at uh, Mackenzie Hughes. He's getting six strokes and seven strokes putting. How are you getting seven strokes putting and lose .7 strokes overall? That's not good. Minus 7.9 strokes T to green and Arnold Palmer. 
Oh my God. Is this guy a putting god? It's a tough course. It's a tough course. This guy's a putting god. I didn't know you I didn't know he's this good at putting. That's really impressive. Um, actually he's a, he's long. Which is which I don't think a lot of people know. He hits he it pretty deep. At, he sucks around the greens. How is he so bad around the, how do you gain this is some weird, weird ass numbers here? How do you well, what he's doing is he's chipping making mediocre every and, ball making and making cuts. Yeah, that's what he's doing. With all. He's chipping into like 10 feet and making everything. I guess if you – Yeah. Him and Mackenzie Hughes is the other guy I'm looking oh, at. I always hates him. Ah, 42nd? Who the fuck is Chip McDaniel? Um, uh, Chip McDaniel lit it up. <laughs> Uh, oh, at Canada really? last week, and he, I think he, he, oh, he made it. Oh, he had a, top, he like shot sixty two to get top ten to get into this field. No, so he is <laughs> motivated. This is a motivation tournament. That's that's what you should be looking at, guys. Who are just man, I need to make got, it happen. He's got that going for him. Uh, okay, so yeah, okay, I, I'm not betting either of those guys. I don't hate it, but any love for Ernie? Quietly having a pretty decent year, actually. Mm, no, no, I don't have any love for Ernie. Uh, I'm starting to, I'm starting to have a hard time finding love for anyone. Um, what's up with Daniel Berger? Just nothing. bad. Just bad. Absolutely, absolutely not. I do have a man crush on this guy, uh, Julian. Oh, I love this dude. Utiline. Dude, this dude's like minimum minimum priced on um. On DK, he's like the easiest guy to get into your lineup, and he makes every cut. Every cut. Like this yeah. guy. Like, yeah. He's like 5'8". He's kind of like Lingmurth, but he hits it a little bit better. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's eight for nine in cuts his last nine. and But he's he doesn't have anything no. other than like T. He doesn't even he can't crack, crack a top 30, but he makes every cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. And so these are these are guys I like to focus on for like top twenty. Yeah. Like I think he's from one of the South okay. American countries. Oh, whatever. I mean I could probably just Kenzie Hughes. Hey, and this guy, uh machine. Kramer Hickok. Dude, these guys are I'm looking, you know, somebody's just you know, just Give us a breath on the top. Oh, you're 20. right. He's from Argentina. You know, we're going to get these guys five, at like eight, 20 one, or something. 5'8", 157 pounds. Dude, he's 30. Holy shit. Dude, how do you not root for this guy? He's I'm telling you, man. professional win. What the fuck kind of tour is he playing on? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this guy's my new favorite golfer. He has 10 professional wins. He won one on web.com. Dude, this guy's the ultimate grinder. PGA Tour Latin America 2014. He just killed it. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. God dang it. How am I forgetting this? In my opinion, the most mispriced guy on this entire board. Walking Neiman. Negative. Negative. Chris Stroud. Stroud. Chris Stroud, listen to me. I'm going to tell you something. I listened to the, I watched, I'm one of the DJs who actually watched the uh, Punta Cana Classic because I had Mackenzie Hughes at like 85 to 1 and he finished runner up. <laughs> Again, okay, listen to me. Chris Stroud had some nerve damage okay. in his back. Okay. 
he got surgery, which is the reason why he was struggling. Chris Stroud finished runner-up at Punta Cana, hit the ball like okay. Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, we know Chris Stroud is streaky. He's like basically, I think he's he's like a, I mean, he's kind of like Johnson Wagner. Johnson Wagner, of course, wins more than him. But when the guy is confident, he rattles off. Here's my problem with top Stroud tens. is that go ahead. He hasn't he his off the team is like really really bad, according to the stats. I don't know. I've never really. I'm not a big Chris Stroud follower, so I don't know. Like I'm not. I haven't only watched him hit a few golf balls in my life, but he hasn't gained strokes off the tee. Let's see. He's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In ten tournaments, he's gained strokes off the tee once. That's not good. Mark <laughs> okay. my words. Mark my words. Just like I told yeah, you, okay, Kevin okay, Kisner. Okay, you That's shat fine. on him then. Mark my words. That's your Chris guy. Stroud top 25. Top okay. 25. You, go, you just – that's fine. Now, one more guy. Uh, yeah, I think – I don't know. I mean, I'll have a hard time filling out the rest of this card, but one guy I do kind of – It should be easy. I know. I'm going to have like cheap. 400 golfers. They're just like it's, – it's really hard for me to get excited about talking to everybody about them. Like, But one guy that's interesting to me is oh, – this guy sucks at driving the ball too now. I look at his stats. I was thinking Juice Luton just because I know he's won in Europe and he's played decent at WGCs. He used to be a freaking driving I mean, machine, by the way. I mean, this I mean, guy, he's like, he really yeah, hit I mean, the he's, he's well. lost strokes in the last three events. They can come yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, he's lost strokes in the last three events driving. So that, that's, that's kind of – is he old? He's kind of old. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's not like – he's not that old. I mean, what's old? What's old anymore? I think he's thirty. Okay, well, this this Keon Hoon Lee kind of impressed me last week. He played pretty well. I might look at him. Uh, Did he? Yeah, he was the only guy week? I had that was like even remotely up the leaderboard. Mm, I didn't see one shot from Keon Hoon Lee. About twenty six, so I, I guess. Well, you know, me and the, if you've ever if you've ever listened to me talk, trying to figure out what Asian girl we root for, then you could probably tell that's the case. If we're talking about driving golf course, why aren't we talking about JB Holmes, who's won this year and is that and is, I mean, like this guy is. I'm getting him at six five six, sixty five to one over a bookmaker. Like JB Holmes, like the guy is the ultimate driving machine. He's like a BMW. Oh gosh. He's missed two straight JV cuts. He won, and then he missed two straight cuts. This guy's out of his mind. Eight strokes putting. He actually got really lucky at the Genesis. God, he's ugly. All right, I'm over him. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw answer on the card. I'm gonna go with you on the answer. Certified. Uh, and then you know what? I'm gonna have Joaquin Neiman on my card too. This guy is an off the tee machine, uh, an absolute off the tee machine. Ball striking extraordinaire. Can't putt to save his fucking life. What's up with him this year? He was he much more consistent man. last year. He as far like, as like, he was in contention last year. Cut last every year. every weekend, like the worst event ever. But I'm just having a hard time finding golfers I want to put my money on. So, I mean, Neiman's high in my model. I mean, I got like Bud Cauley, Sam Ryder, Scott Stallings, Denny McCarthy, 
Jonathan Bird. I mean, these guys are guys that are just – Dylan Fratelli is interesting, though. This guy. He, you know what I notice about him? When he, he makes the cut, he performs. Yeah. Like, he goes – he goes ham on Saturday. 37th of the Valspar. Honda miscut. I don't blame him there. Genesis 28th. AT&T and Farmers miscut. I mean, these guys are just so fucking bad. Okay, I'm tired of talking about the golf tournament. I, I can already feel that I'm oh, going to hit a yeah. first round leader this week. They're so young. There will be 1,000 oh. first round leader bets. Like, <laughs> this is just, this is, this field is basically like a, an off, like a not when they're on a WGC. Like it's 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 almost no different. There's like four guys at the top, and then a bunch of bombs. Who who are you taking? Oh, oh, wait, yeah. oh wait, you know what? I I think I'm taking on. I mean, I need to look at the like the ownership percentages. Guys, I always you know I'm trying to play the play a little game theory, but I think I'm gonna take on. I think that's my most confident bet. I think what you should start doing is. Just basically printing out the tour schedule and just picking your. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do. I have like a power ranking like, that I go off of, like I, that I created at the beginning of the year. So, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I think I'm going on. I mean, Finau will probably be the highest owned. A lot of people go Cockrat because he, you know, he got second a couple weeks back. And will be high owned. Um, you know, I'm thinking on or if I really, if I have uh, in in uh, Gups, I need to make up some some ground. So I might go Lee in that one. Yeah, in my opinion, no one is hitting the ball better than Furick and M I think, yeah, right now. I think Tony has the most talent, but as far as getting the ball to the hole, it's Furick and M. Like this is a- well, I mean, you think uh, you think uh, Andrew Landry is longer than um, Jim Furyk? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna look at Landry. I know Jim, Jim Furyk's got on by about seven I mean, inches. I know that. Like, I mean, I, I think I hit it as far as Furyk does. To be honest with you, like I'm, I, I think he's like, I think he's probably like two. Jim Furyk hits it. I'll tell you what, Furyk hits it further like than two sixty off the tee. No, Jim Furyk is not. Two, no. You're thinking about like <laughs> right. Tim Clark. I'm gonna look and see. Landry won Valero Texas Open. Damn, he gained all his strokes on approach, which Furyk is a fucking monster at. Yeah, no, I, you know what? I might. I, I want to bet him because I mean, Jim Furyk at twenty-five to one. What is he over a bookmaker? Thirty to one, man. Yeah, could he win? Yeah, he could win. You know what? Furyk needs to win for the Masters too. Remember last year, Poulter won. Hey, man, I'm telling you, there's worse spots than Furyk and him. Uh and I can't see saving him for another yeah, place. Yeah. Other than maybe travelers, because uh, I think yeah, that's where he's up. Well, I save right? him when like he might be in the convalescent home the next week. He might. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Furyk, okay. I'm gonna I'm go. Gonna, I'm gonna bet him too. I'm, 30, gonna go I, I'm getting him thirty to one like, over here, at bookmaker. So I think I'm gonna throw him on the cards. Fuck it. Why not? All right. So okay, let's go all right. Here's my card. card. We're going through the card at Kokrak. Yeah. Sunjay M. Ben Hewn on at 33. Uh, I might get a sprinkle of Tony Finau at 16. I think that number is actually more than fair for this field. Did, did you add oh, Hot Tong yeah. as an official ad? Okay, Hot Tong Lee, uh, my guy, Awkward Ass, 
Hole in one, Ryan Moore. Uh, don't stand off my card. That guy's noisy. Sun Kang. First round leader extraordinaire. Oh, yeah, that's Joy what I'm going to go Dalman. golf, baby. Uh, the bomber of Trey Mullinax and the bottom feeders, Sam Burns and Chris Stroud for our. Uh, yeah, Kokrak M, Ferrick on Lee, Johnny Vegas, Mullinax, Domin King. And then uh, I don't know how much that leaves me, but um, yeah, it leaves me with. I'm probably going to find some guys that like. I'm gonna throw some 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 around some of these some of these fools down here low. If I can find someone I like, Chesson Hadley, Bud Colley, Ooh, all these Ider Jans. I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah, some of those yeah, fools. Yeah, yeah. And just kind of go. Hey, is this is this a field bet tournament? Your your patented field bet tournament. You know what? <laughs> Fire. Well, let's see what the field Fire. is. Fire. Sixty. Fuck. That's not very good, man. Now. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. It normally is that's a fire, good. but no, but they're not going to put up. They're not going to put up the thirty, the three yeah, to okay. one. Like yeah, I, so I don't know like, about plus one six. That's so you, I don't know. The cool thing about that site that we look at, which is Golf Betting System, is that I can actually look to see if the bet is profitable. Oh because yeah, because yeah. it actually lists the winners and their odds. So if you look at it. Every like fourth year, some wild long shot wins, and you got to remember in 2013 they were at a different course at Las Colinas. I think I think that's when they finally came up here. So at this course, one, two, three, four. Every four years, some random guy. Yeah. I mean, according to the trend, of course, every fourth year some random guys won. So, but I will say this year, this is a very key point. And, and and it may be different upon what book that you that you have that because of the masters being the week after this tournament it could chaos. lend itself chaos. to a field bet absolutely and weather these guys are like you know what man I got my, I'm working on whatever my little swing changes are and you know you know that's something to really key in on so I'm definitely going to be going a little bit longer you know what shots to key in on. Jordan Smith is playing in this tournament. What a fucking okay. gift. Yeah, I mean, if I can get Spieth versus, uh, let's see, versus Cooch or Horschel or Kokrak, heads all up. All, day. all the action. Take it all. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, good. Charlie Hoffman. Definitely with that. Random, I know. A lot of guys are on You're, him. You know, because of his course yeah. history. He's number one in course history. You know how much people love course history. Uh, it, Matt, it, it is, in my opinion, it's it's fit. Oh, we don't have and it's player. Oh, we don't have enough time to have that argument. Of course, no, I'm just, I'm not, I said the argument. I'm just telling you that it's player and course dependent. It's not every single course. He's missed six out of nine cuts. Uh, yeah, he he didn't pop up on no. my radar. He so didn't pop up on my radar. Week. I'm gonna probably write. Well, it's hard to write about Charlie Hoffman. He's so it's it's gonna be an interesting week with the articles. But um, yeah, so yeah, I think that I like. The, I got. I have a. I have 1.5 units invested. So I have a little bit of work yet to do. A little a little meat left on this bone, and then uh, we'll have we'll have it released uh, tomorrow morning. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna do a little write up and throw out a card. 
And then we have the master stuff. That I mean, All that's right. the that's the big stuff. So, um, as always, you know, any questions, any DMs, any fun little event tournaments and things that you guys all play for that, you know, feel free to hit me up. I'll do my best to get back to you. And uh, yeah, thank you, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you guys have any questions, uh, we'll oh, be yeah. getting the LPGA card uh, out to you guys. And, and I will uh, tell people real quick week. that. Uh, so, in my defense, he you did send me two different texts of people to bet. I went with one of them. The other one did absolutely have the LPGA winner on it, and i i didn't I didn't see it. I didn't notice it because all of them were the same except one. So I just quickly glanced, and I didn't put it in the sheet. She was thirty three to one. So the ladies' man did strike again, although only he got to uh, enjoy. The fruits of that victory, unfortunately. That's my fault. Totally my fault. Two. Totally my fault. For two. By the way, by the way, looks like a big tournament. This week is this is the ANA inspiration. This is not I'm not gonna call it the masters of the LPJ. This would be like uh like know, the memorial of the of the LPJ. It's a very like big Jack's tournament. tournament or something, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's a major. It is a major, and I'm telling you, this is a, it's a really, really big deal. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm seeing a lot of, I'm and, seeing people uh, who I actually recognize. One of the, in my opinion, one of the quarters of the is going to win this week. I'm betting both of them. Nelly's at fourteen to one. Yeah, one of the quarters and is going to win. Daniel's at thirty-three. No, that's King. That's King. Just, no, just, Jessica. Jessica, Jessica and Nelly. She might oh, be Jessica's twenty-eight. 20. Or oh man. I was I was um, bookmaker had the women man they were just giving us giving shit. I'm telling you, man, these Quarter two girls, girls okay, are they're phenomenal. like phenomenal, and they're really up on top of that. We're gonna have to Quarter sprinkle girls. in some thirties in there to, to even it out. Oh no no okay. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a full cart trust me, and I'm going that, for that I'm going for the uh, hat trick. But please here. just send me one picture of bets, just one single. <laughs> All right, man. Well, right, until next it. week. Okay, thank you guys for listening, and uh, green tabs and cash out galore. Yeah.